Uh, the reading is taken from Mark uh, chapter 13, and I'm reading from verses 1 to 23. As Jesus was leaving the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. Do you see all these great buildings, replied Jesus? Not one stone here will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things happen and what will be the sign that they are all about to be fulfilled? Jesus said to them, Watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name claiming I am he and will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumours of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places, and famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. You must be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils and flogged in the synagogues. On account of me, you will stand before governors and kings as witnesses to them. And the gospel must first be preached to all nations. Whenever you are arrested and brought to trial, do not worry beforehand about what to say. Just say what is, whatever is given you at the time, for it is not you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother to death and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. Everyone will hate you because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you see the abomination that causes desolation standing where it does not belong, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop go down or enter the house to take anything out. Let no one in the field go back to get their cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that this will not take place in winter, because those will be days of distress, unequalled from the beginning, when God created the world, until now, and never to be equalled again. If the Lord had not cut short these, those days, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect whom he has chosen, he has shortened them. At that time, if anyone says to you, Look, here's the Messiah, or Look, there he is, do not believe it, for false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. So, be on your guard. I have told you everything in advance. reading Mark chapter 13 from verse 24. But in those days, following that distress, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, people will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. And he will send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. 
As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that it is near, right at the door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard, be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with their assigned task, and tells no one at the door to tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening or at midnight, or when the cock crows, or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. Thank you both. <clears throat> so imagine you switch on the news and uh, the news says, well, this is the six o'clock news. <clears throat> Somebody was helped across the road and it was a really good, good thing to do. So-and-so gave money to charity and it really helped the charity. Um, life is good in Pembury. There was lots of babies being born in the hospital. Young couples really happy. That's the end of the news. <clears throat> Can you imagine that? <laughs> Just good news. <laughs> now, when you switch on the news, it's bad news, right? And it's always bad news. And Jesus says there is bad news and there will be bad news. But don't be alarmed. This will happen. We were on the, the carols on the green on Friday night and uh, we had uh, Christmas lights being switched on. I had my first mince pie or two or three. <laughs> and it starts to feel a little bit cosy, doesn't it, when it's cold outside and we're, we're putting the heating on and so on. Our family put the lights up and decorated the tree and uh, Christmas music. I despise it all. So I was upstairs reading this Bible passage instead. (laughs) Bar humbug. But you know what? Jesus is rather bar humbug to his disciples in this passage, right? They're in Jerusalem. Now, the disciples were country bumpkins, okay, from Galilee. And there they are, and they they arrive in the big, big city. And uh, it's a bit like, you know, you come from deepest, darkest Kent and you go up to Oxford Street and you say, wow, look at all the lights. And they say, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. They see 
this incredible temple that's been built. And it really was a sight to behold. It was a, a wonder of the ancient world. And Jesus is a real killjoy at this point. He does say, bah humbug. He says, oh, tell you what, this is all going to get raised to the ground. This is all going to be destroyed. What? Must be joking. There are things that happen in history and it feels like, blimey, it feels like the end of the world. We had a global pandemic. Does anyone remember it? What did it feel like? Oh my goodness. What's happening? I went back through my notes and I, I found that I, I preached on this passage back in 2009 and that was back off, uh, it was on the, hot on the heels of the economic crisis in 2008. Our friend Philip wrote a book all about it. And it felt at that time like, whoa, what's going on? The world is changing. And I don't know that we've really recovered, Philip can tell you. There are cataclysmic events that happen. And the temple itself in Jerusalem would indeed be destroyed. Just a few years later, really, in, the, in that first century, in AD 70. And it's recorded in the history books. Historian called Josephus describes the whole thing. A siege of Jerusalem with the Roman army coming and... Um, it was a terrifying, terrible time. And Jesus tells his disciples, this is what's going to happen. Do you know, a lot of people today are just anxious. We look at the world around us. We look at the wars and the rumours of wars. We know about climate change. And we think, oh my goodness, is anything, is it going to be Okay. And Jesus does indeed say there's going to be bad stuff happening. Famines, diseases, kingdom against kingdom, uh, earthquakes. And you must watch out. Be on your guard. If you've ever applied for a job... You, you want to know what it's got to offer you, right? Before I came here, the person who told me about Pembury Baptist Church was Simon Cragg. And he did the hard sell on this church. He says, great church. He was right. He didn't tell me everything. <laughs> but... It's oh, it's great, great church. Simon used to be here as an associate pastor, and he was at the funeral on, on Thursday. But if, if you want someone to come and do a job, you don't tell them, oh, it's really going to be rubbish. It's going to be terrible. Oh, my goodness, you're going to have a lot of problems. But Jesus does that for his disciples right in this passage. He's not a good recruiter, he's not a good salesman. It says, you're going to have a rough time of it. You're going to be handed over to the authorities. 
You're going to be flogged in the synagogues, in the places of worship that you've grown up going to week on, week, out, uh, week in, week out. You're going to be flogged because of my name. You're going to stand before the authorities and the gospel will be preached. Not just here, but in all nations. But I'm telling you, this is all going to happen. However, don't worry because God will give you the words that you need to say and, and he'll still be with you. There will be bad things taking place. Families will be divided and everyone will hate you because of me. Blimey. Is everything going to be okay? This is what you might call apocalyptic literature. This is like the book of Revelation at the end of the Bible. And sometimes when people read this kind of stuff, they get, they get quite anxious. We can get anxious reading it. And, and, and I've heard some people preach on passages like this and say, Ah, oh, well, I know all the answer. I know what this, this means, this, this means. I'm not sure we do. But we do know that although it's going to be bad, and there are bad things, and we've seen them, and there'll be more, and when we switch on the news, yes, there will be more bad news. He is still coming. The Son of Man will come on the clouds with great power and great glory. You might say, this is a bit of a downer, looking at this passage. We should be feeling Christmassy, but I'm telling you, we're not at Christmas yet. This is Advent. And Advent is time to be miserable. <laughs> joking. I am joking. But it is a time where we think of his coming. And of course we look back to his first coming, to when he came as a baby. But we also look forward. And because we're a people who look forward, guess what? We do have hope. We do have a story. And it's not all going to end in tears. In fact, all the tears will be wiped away. There will be these appalling things. And we see them. I believe we're, we're more than ever caught up in the world's news because of the 24-hour news, news cycle and all the rest of it. This will happen and you'll hear about it. And yet he's coming. And be on your guard. Hold fast and keep watch, Jesus says. Now, one of the things Jesus, the reason he's saying all this is, is so that we're not anxious. So that we don't stress out. We obviously care, we obviously pray, but we know that bad things are going to come. So don't be anxious with that. And don't try and work it all out. Because he's very, very clear, you don't know when it's going to come. I don't even know. Only my dad knows, he says. The day and the hour. Not even the angels. I don't even know. But be on your guards. And yes, watch for the signs. Learn the lesson from the fig tree. Learn the lessons from nature. You can see when times are changing, when you see um, 
things happening. I've told you all this in advance so that you know. The gospel is good news. It's really good news. But it's not good news that takes us away. It's good news that helps us within. As we continue in this world. It's not beam me up Scotty, Lord, take me away from this place. No, it's good news which helps us on the journey. If we don't keep our eyes out for Jesus, if we're not looking for his coming, we will descend into despair. We will just be completely confused. We may get led astray by false reports of false messiahs, false prophets. So stand fast. The one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Having, I, I did a whole master's module on the book of Revelation, and this is a little bit like that. And by the end of it, I thought, I still haven't got a clue what it's all about. <laughs> but I do know one thing, he's coming. I don't know what it'll exactly look like. You see, they thought they knew what the Messiah, when he was going to come 2,000 years ago, They thought, but he he confounded them all. He didn't look anything like what they thought he was going to look like. And a lot of people missed him. A lot of people have still missed him. So I don't know what it's going to look like when Jesus returns. But I trust him and I love him. And he's coming. And he will make it all good. And as Colin prayed earlier, he'll bring justice in this world where there is such awful injustice. So keep watch. When it says the sun will be dark and the moon will not give its light, the falls. Again, it's just a kind of language. It's a quote from the Old Testament from Isaiah. It's just a way to... Say, look, it's just going to feel like the world's falling apart. But don't despair, because at that time, people will see the Son of Man. And through life's ups and its downs... Keep looking to the Messiah. Keep looking to Jesus. And whatever you're facing, the Holy Spirit will equip you and give you the words to say. He's not the God who turns his back when there's suffering. He's the God who's with us in suffering. He knows what's going on. 
but keep alert. Keep your eyes on him. You are the Lord of history. You're the Alpha and the Omega. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever, Lord. We praise you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for how you're ministering among us. We bless you, Lord. And I thank you that when it seems like the end, it's not the end, Lord, because you're coming. When it thinks, feels like everything's going downhill, Lord, it's not, because you are going to return, and you are glorious, and you are good, and we believe in you. And I thank you that we have the hope of heaven in our hearts, the hope of eternity. And whether we experience frailty, we experience whatever it may be, Lord, we thank you that you're coming. We bless you and we worship you.